James chapter 1, verse 15. These desires give birth to sinful actions, and when sin is allowed to grow, it gives birth to death. James is warning us against allowing these desires to rule in our lives. Now, I know what this begins to do in our hearts. It seems that we are being admonished to be stronger when it comes to our behavior and our actions. And of course, there is some of this. However, if you are like me, these kinds of admonitions become frustrating as we are trying to be as strong as we can. And asking us to be stronger seems like putting salt on an already open wound. It would seem that James is using a metaphor here of desire giving birth to sinful actions, and those actions then becoming full-blown death. Some commentators have said this is an allusion to Eve, but that is arguable at best. What seems to be in play here is the idea that temptation is not sinful, nor are desires, but giving in to them leads us to a place that can end in death. This seems like the sermon Jesus gave on the mount in Matthew chapter 5, where he takes things like, you shall not murder, and moves the line back to, you should not be angry. What is the efficacy of this? It is taking us closer to the source. Here is a silly illustration I used when teaching high school Bible courses. I used to ask a student to stand at the back of the class and then have them run as fast as they can toward the wall at the front of the classroom. The only caveat was that they would not slow down before they hit the wall. Rather, they should stop immediately before the wall with no slowing. Of course, this was relatively impossible. However, there was always a student who would try it, and I believe it only caused one student a bloody nose. This, by the way, was when I realized I probably shouldn't be teaching Bible on the secondary level. The point I am trying to make is that both Jesus and James were making the same argument. Perhaps we should try to nip sin in the bud when it is still temptation rather than trying to get it to be something we should stop as we are careening headlong into a mistake. The point I am trying to make is that both Jesus and James were making the same argument. Perhaps we should try to nip sin in the bud when it is still temptation rather than trying to get it to be something we stop as we are already careening headlong into a mistake. Rather than having to redirect behavior, which is difficult, let's get to the source and redirect our energy into dealing with temptation and desire rather than behavior and consequence. While it seems like a simple switch, of course it is not. So we have to begin to design our life in a way that can recognize when temptation is coming around and we have to know what our desires really are. When was the last time you were tempted and you knew it was happening? What was the temptation? Why is it that James and Jesus are so concerned at getting to the source of the problem rather than the behavior? How can you move your attention closer to the source and how can you begin to shift some of your thinking upstream toward the temptation rather than the behavior?